Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. Yeah, wow. You're yeah. committed. Yeah. This is my new energy going into 2024. I don't like it. Well, get used to it, bucko. Oh, my bucko. Yeah. Bucko. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I really don't. I think we should. I <laughs> I have bad news, audience. This is the last episode. And this is this is the end. Bye. <laughs> Andrew's lying. And yeah. so am I. I'm not. That's not my energy going into 2024. The, the audience will be shooketh. They'll be like, what? How? I feel like saying shooketh is not like that. That's something people said like six years ago. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm really late to trends. I don't know if this is known to the audience, but well, that's okay. I'm late to trends, but guess what? This is our last episode of 2023. Ah! Happy New Year! Hope we you hope had you a had a holiday. great holiday. Oh. Oh. You said it. I'll. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't say it. You didn't hear me. We hope you had a great holiday. We hope you're excited for the new year. We hope you make a lot of fun gaming resolutions for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> How many gaming themed resolutions do you make? None. I'm let's you know what? I this is improvised. At the end of this episode, let's make some resolutions. Oh god. Okay. So, we'll just start just have it in the back of your head when I'm talking about something you don't care about. Okay. Um so so audience me and Kelly, we're going to talk about all the games that are coming out in 2024. And by all, I mean a lot of them because there are a disgusting number of games coming out next year. And I know for a fact there's a lot that Kelly and I would just say the name and say, uh-huh, and then move on. <laughs> Those ones are not here. We need to say something about it. So everything here, we will have at least something to say about Um we're going to start with all of the games that we have with release dates, and then we're going to jump into the fun part, which if you've been here with, been with us since the beginning, you know, we talk about all the games without release dates, and we play a game where we guess the <coughs> release dates. And then we go ahead and close out the game, or I'm sorry, the 2024 preview by talking about our most anticipated games. But this is two episodes so don't expect to hear about our most anticipated until next week. But we just wanted to, like, uh, you know, gear you up. Let you know what's coming. Right. So should we shall start we with... begin? Yeah, let's, let's start with January. Why would That's... we start with January? You're right. Let's start with April. On April 23rd... No. January 18th will be the first big release of the... 2024 calendar year and that's going to be prince of persia the lost crown this is a uh reboot reimagining sure. i feel like reimagining of the prince of persia series it's a much more stylized game now and it is a side scrolling game um new character clearly new style a lot of action i think for me I wasn't interested in, like, because when that Pans of, Pans of Persia, when that <laughs> Prince of Persia remake was announced, which, you know, is all but canceled at this point, um, I didn't have any interest personally. So when I heard there was a new one, I was like, oh, I don't care. But looking at this game, like, I think it looks really nice. And I, I think I'm going to 
give it a chance. Maybe not play it, but I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye on what people are saying when it does come out. Yeah, I have no strong thoughts or opinions about Prince of Persia. You know, I think it's fun when they get new, uh, when you get a facelift like this, but to what extent, I don't know. Will it be a fun game? I don't know. Will yeah. I play it? Probably not. I think it's cool to, like, take a series that was essentially dormant and not doing well and just, like, reimagine it, reinvigorate it in a cool way like this. Yeah, definitely. Um, but a few days after that, we have something that I am certain I'll be playing, and that is January 24th's release of Dragon Age. Hello? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I think I just had a stroke. Are you serious? Did you really was... just say that in front of me? <laughs> Sorry. That was, that not was a so bit. cruel. January 24th, we'll see the release of Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. That was not a bit, <laughs> Kelly. That was completely an accident. Right. That's what they all say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth is coming out on January 24th. This is the sequel to Like a Dragon 7, or as it was called in America, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, it takes place in Hawaii, and it is a turn-based RPG um, I think this game looks incredible. I'm excited to play it. It's on Game Pass, which means I don't have to pay for it. Um, I I think it'll be really cool. I think that that last turn-based entry was really good. That was, yeah, the show, we were starting the show when I played that. So, um, I'm excited to see what, what they got here. I think it'll probably turn out really good. And the only problem I have with it is it coming out right around the time of a lot of other games I want to play. Um, yeah. but I think there's a lot of, like, if you watch, like, the five minute trailer, like uh, one of the five minute trailers, the long ones that show a bunch of different things. The amount of heart in this game is like obscene. Clearly there's so much passion behind everything in it. Yeah. <clears throat> For certain. Two days after that, I'm going to punch someone. I hope it's not Kelly. Could you not punch someone in like a dragon infinite? Well, I guess I could punch somebody, but I'm going to punch someone in real time. Oh, okay. Tekken 8 comes out on PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC on January 26th, um, the latest entry in the Tekken series. I have actually tried it. They released a demo, surprisingly, a few days ago. Well, as time of recording, a few days ago on PlayStation 5. So I went ahead and tried some local, 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 local multiplayer with a friend of the show, Shay. I think it's really excellent. It's very, very tightly designed. And it has a huge roster of 32 characters. That's crazy for a launch roster on a game like this. Um, and I think the combat seems really, really smooth. And I, I will probably play it. I'll probably wait and get it from the library instead of seven. Because I don't think I'll put enough time in it to justify the $70 price tag. Um, but I'm a big fan of what they got going here. And I think it's cool to see the Tekken series continue to thrive and and do cool things. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the day they bring King back. Was he in Tekken or Street Fighter? King, like the guy with the the yeah. Jaguar mask? Yes. I Is think he... it was just his head. Yeah. And he, he wore like... He's, he's literally going to be in Tekken 8. Well, now I I'm guess. excited. Are you playing it now? Sure. Like I'm yeah, watching footage of him in Tekken 8 right now. Wow. He was revealed I nine months ago. I did not know. I don't keep up on the Tekken... New, you know, I'm not really into fighting games. I played a Naruto fighting game back in uh, back when I was like 14. Shippuden. 
Yeah, it was something, something. It was on my Wii. And I remember I played online for the first time in my life, and I got (laughs) whooped. It was crazy. The other guy was playing Gara. I didn't stand a chance. I did not stand a chance. Well, I don't think that Naruto will be in this game. I think you're right. Just like he won't be in the next game, big game coming out in February. (laughs) He Uh, might be. (laughs) <laughs> on February 2nd, the uh, uh, ever-elusive Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game will be coming out, finally, after uh, its initial postponement. Um, it is coming out on the PS5, the Xbox Series X and S, and PC. I, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious to see the launch of this game i think it's going to be a hot mess i think it is going to be a hot mess i think said with love and affection i think it's going to be a bit of a mess i'm uh, okay we last episode talked about like our biggest disappointments of 2023 i should have included the reveal of uh suicide squad gameplay because remember suicide squad was on my most anticipated games list last year yeah, that's tough. Because I love Rocksteady, and the idea of this game was sick. But then they revealed gameplay, and it was every character. It's a shooter. It's a third-person action shooter, which is fine, but, like, that's silly. Why is it that? Yeah. I don't know. But I I, I feel like there could be some good bones here. The fact that there's no offline <clears throat> mode at launch is not good. Yeah. My, my, okay. All I can say is that I hope that there's a good game under the microtransaction mess and that I could buy it maybe a month or two after launch and play offline and have a great time. But I don't have any money on that. Yeah. It's, I think it's just a tricky, it's tricky. It's tricky. Like the song. It's tricky. It's kind of like the song, it's tricky. (laughs) <laughs> i feel like i feel like that was implanted on my brain i wonder why i thought that i wonder too it's kind of it's tricky that you would start thinking that all right all right well at least that's the most uh excited game exciting game coming out that day right oh that's what you thought because guess what else is coming out that day february 2nd 2024 the long-awaited remake of Persona 3, Persona 3 Reload, uh, a full remake of Persona 3 with new things, uh, new events, new story beats, new gameplay, new everything. It's a remake, total remake. Uh, it's coming out on Xbox Series X and S, uh, the Xbox One, PlayStation 5, and PlayStation 4, PC, and uh, you can get it day one with Game Pass. Sick. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> I cannot even express in words. I love Persona 3. It's my favorite Persona game. So uh, I can only say so much at this moment. Well, you um, should say it because I'm, I'm so excited and I want to hear you talk about it too to get me excited. Uh. Persona 3, in my opinion, has the best story of all the Persona games. Um, I think that it very heavily, it talks about stuff that, like, mm, 
maybe we don't really talk about that much, uh, particularly in games. Um, just like this concept of like mortality and like the life that you have is what you've got and you have to do what you can with it. Don't want to waste it. That sort of thing. I think the characters in this game really make it. I think the characters in this game, so much of their development is not dependent on the main character, which is certainly not the case for any of the other Persona games. Um, While the Persona games that I've played, which are four and five. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, And I think that's to me that the, the main character of Persona 3 feels like a character to me. He doesn't just feel like a self-insert or like a player avatar. He's got a he's got a history. He's got, you know, he's not just like a blank slate. He's a guy, um, yeah. He's a guy, which is fun for me, in my opinion. And I think that makes it a little bit more of a richer story. Whereas like four, it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of character there, but he's pretty much a blank slate. I mean, he's really a blank slate. I mean, that's the point of his character, though. Um, and then five is, I would say... The main character of five is does have a little bit more of a history, but it's still sort of like. Mm. I feel like he was culturally enhanced where he could have been a blank slate character, but he was so popular that Definitely. he became a character Definitely. in the popular lexicon, you know? Definitely. So there's a lot about Persona 3 that I think maybe newer Persona players will get to experience for the first time, uh, which is really exciting. There are certain characters that I absolutely adore that I'm excited to see reimagined with a brand new voice cast. Um, I am excited for the new voice cast. I think that may, that certainly helps to uh, enhance that remake element of the story. We're not just hearing the same voices, especially because a prominent voice in the original Persona 3 is uh, not a good person in real life. So <laughs> it's, it's nice that he'll be able to, his character will um, have a new voice and I'll no longer in my mind be associated with that bad person. So I'm so excited for this. I cannot express enough. Um, I'm like waiting on the edge of my seat. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Especially with some of the gameplay elements that are probably coming in from five and five Royal, because like the gameplay of three, like if you play original persona three, not FES, not portable, good luck. I was going to say that is a hard game to play. It is, it is not built for modern gaming sensibilities. That's all I'll say about that. You might as well call the original a trampoline because I've bounced off that game so many times. It's tough. It's really tough. It's not. It's not. It's Good. not. <laughs> it's not aged it's not well. Pleasant. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not pleasant. I'll I there's so many quality of life things that like Persona Five Royal specifically introduced that I'm so excited for the prospect of another game getting to use. The only thing for me is after just having finished five is that like the lack of guns in three is going to throw me. Well, you have guns, but you shoot yourself in the head with them. <laughs> I was going to say, well, there are guns in three. I mean, you don't shoot the enemies. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there might be some. Well, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. We'll see. We'll see shortly. That's I'm so happy that game's early in the year because <laughs> that's something I don't want to wait for anymore. Me too. Um, Another game coming out in February. On February 8th, we've got. Helldivers 2, which is coming out for PS5 and PC. I uh, I don't know. I don't think I'll be playing it. <laughs> Do you want to know why I... Because I said I wasn't going to put games on the list that we have nothing to say about. 
Mm-hmm. And this clashes with that because mm-hmm. what on earth would we say about this? Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm very curious to see the results of this game because this is PlayStation's first foray into live service. Like fully the first full foray into live service. So I think that especially with some particularly negative news they've gotten lately about some of their live service games between the delay of several of them and the uh, cancellation of a certain very large one. Um, this game is hugely important for PlayStation and that's not good because look at it. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's a sequel. I mean, I know it's a sequel and the first game looks very different. So I think there might be some hype there because it's so drastically changed from the first game. Um, I just feel like it would need to blow up the world to be to be what PlayStation needs it to be. Yeah. I don't think you should charge money for live service games. No. This game no, is going to be $40 retail. No, that's bad. That's a lot of money for a live service game that you'll probably be spending money on already. Yeah. So just not, not, a, not off to a great start, in my opinion. No, I just included it because it's going to be very important to PlayStation and it could – it's so silly, but Helldivers 2 could, like, change the trajectory of PlayStation Studios. Mm-hmm. If it does amazingly, it could make them reassured that they're making the right choice. If it doesn't, it could completely break things, Um, which I don't want to say anything because I don't want layoffs to happen. But as far as game creativity goes, that would be good. Yeah. Um, but if you don't want to play Helldivers 2, there's a very, very similar game coming out a few days later on February 16th. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Woo! I thought you were going to do a Donkey Kong impression. No, I uh, I won't be doing that anymore. Anymore? I've never heard one. You know what's funny, actually? I uh, Sometimes conversations get mixed up in my head. Yeah. Me and my husband... We're playing Mario Party 3 uh, like a week ago, and um, it was me and him and then two computer players, and I set them to hard, and let me tell you, I lost, Um, and one of them was Donkey Kong, and he made a noise, and I did an impression of the noise, and uh, my husband was like, you shouldn't do that anymore, because it doesn't (laughs) sound good. Why? So I was getting that kind of mixed up in my head, I think. But like I said, the conversation like it was a bad impression. Together. Yeah, it was just like really scary. I kind of want to. Can you give me like a sample? I'll plug my ears. I don't want this to be like public. You know, my what ears I mean? are plugged. See, I know, but once it's recorded, it'll be recorded forever. Like there's no no, but my ears back. are plugged. If my ears are plugged, the audience can't hear it either. It's like. That was see that was good. That was not so bad. Um, I didn't hear it though. My ears were plugged. Nor did right. the audience. Right. So the audience gets to suffer now. So, yeah. so I apologize on behalf of of that. Should we talk I, about the game? No. no? You kind of okay. covered it. It's a remake of an old puzzle game and I hope it looks really pretty. I feel like Nintendo gets a pass where I don't have a lot to say on it, but I still cover it for some reason. Wow. But if you don't want to play Mario vs. Donkey Kong, there's another game coming out February 16th. One that I what know Kelly's going to be playing a ton. 
Oh, of course. But she'll be playing it on February 13th because she's going to pay for the premium edition of Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Skull and Bones comes out February 16th. February 13th, if you pay extra money. Um, is it going to come out? I think we'll hear in like two weeks time. Ubisoft is going to say, guys, just give us like one more month. And then I think it's going to come out in March. Yeah, I think it's gonna. It's just, I feel like it's gonna be bad. This is not gonna be good, is it? It's gonna be a shipwreck. Oh, you know, I just want. Here's what I want as what a gamer. As a here gamer. my de- here's my list of demands: okay. a pirate game. Okay, the pirate yep. game. You can have a customizable character. Okay. Yep, this there's is Skull a, and Bones so far. There's a memorable cast of companions. Okay, never mind. For your hardy ship crew, you get to go to a lot of different places. And you can have a pirate romance. That's five things. That's just five things. I don't just. think that's too big of an ask. <laughs> it is when you do you realize who you're asking Ubisoft? Uh, I'm not asking Ubisoft. I'm asking any gaming company to make a pirate game that is actually good and not Open just invitation. an Assassin's Creed gr- game. Yeah. Which was a good pirate game, but it was if also it had, Assassin's Creed. If it had come out as a single player pirate game, three years after Assassin's Creed 3 or 4 I think it would have been a huge huge deal Skull and Bones yeah. would have been yeah and that's what it felt like originally it was announced shortly after Assassin's Creed 4 and then it just dwindled around for a decade yeah but now it's coming out on February 16th if it comes out that's just it's just gonna be funny to actually see it come to fruition finally I actually genuinely want to play it just to like feel it but I would never pay money for that game. That's what if say, it's really, really good? <laughs> it's live we'll, service. We're going to be eating our words. It's a live service pirate game from Ubisoft. Right. That sounds like a recipe for success to me. We'll get it from the library. Right. I'm, well. I'll invite you over and we'll play a copy from my local library. Great. Well, that's the most exciting game coming out in February, right? Yeah. We did this bit literally earlier. With suicide well, blood. I'm doing it again. Okay, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Repeat it. Like I, I'm gonna cut this part out. I'm gonna cut uh, this out. Um. Well, that's the most exciting game coming out in February, right? Oh well, Kelly, there's another game coming out in February. I don't know if you heard. Uh, I didn't hear. What else is coming out? In February? <laughs> Wait a Final minute. F- what? Oh, there is a February 29th in 2024. For some reason, I thought it was only 28 days, but it's a oh, leap is that year, leap year day? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out on Leap Year Day. That's probably going to contribute to the lore for somehow. Yeah. Well, Leap Years kind of don't exist. I mean, the 29th as a day doesn't really exist. So It's a made-up day. So it's so, like this game's not coming out. So maybe there's a character in, in Seven that doesn't really exist, but actually does, but didn't exist in, in, in the future timeline of the old game and now exists in the timeline of... Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out January... Sorry, February 29th. Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I don't. I just, it's what just the, what? funny that you said January after we did all this talking about February. <laughs> I think you forget how stupid your co-host is. I I do forget that. I actually don't think that at all. I don't think you're stupid. I think you're smart. Thanks. Uh, can we talk about Final Fantasy instead of my stupidity? Yeah. I'm so excited. All right, I'm gonna rant and just stop me if you want to say something or I'm, I'm ranting too long. I think it's sick that there's like a 45 second segment 
in the original Final Fantasy VII where you and Aerith do a stage play at the Golden Saucer, and it's literally like a minute long. And now it appears that it's going to be a major segment of the game, like this weird little stage show thing, and all of your cast is dressed up doing weird things on stage. It looks hilarious and incredible, and I'm so excited for it. Or the fact that Matt Mercer is going to be voicing Vincent, who looks absolutely incredible in this game, or the fact that there's some really weird stuff going on with those like alternate universe timeline that they're gearing up to give to us in a very confusing way. I'm so excited to see more about that. Or the fact that the gameplay, which honestly I forget how good it is because the story is such a focus of all these trailers, the gameplay of Final Fantasy VII Remake was so primo, just so fantastic, so exceptional, and we get to play more of it. I love the blend of action and turn-based combat, and it's just more of that. They have new team attacks, which is such a cool idea. Kate Sith is here, and the big blob that he's on is so fluffy. Like, did you see how fluffy he was, Kelly? He was quite fluffy. You can The fluff it. levels were off the charts. Like, I used to think he was like a gross skin monster, because he's like pink. And yeah. I thought he was like chubby and skin. Right. Which is a little gross. Yeah, yeah, that's upsetting to me. But now he's that you fluffy. That. Yeah, he's like a big chancy. He's a big chancy with a cat on his back. Um, Bugenhagen <laughs> is back. Is back in Hagen. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll wrap up the episode. No, I just, I just think that this game looks exceptional. And sometimes, I when I take a step back and look at like what's here like all of the stuff that's being remade looks really cool but also the new stuff looks so amazing and also i said this a second ago but like the gameplay of the original remake which sounds silly to say the gameplay of 2020's final fantasy 7 remake was so exceptional and i like am just starting to realize that i get to play more of it not just like see more story but i also get to play that game again in a Mm -hmm. new way and that's just awesome. And I can't wait to see like the semi open, like the open zone situation with all of the cool side quests that'll inevitably be in there. Chocobo riding, Red 13 sitting like a, a guy on his butt with his back straight on a chocobo. <laughs> I'm excited to see Vincent. Are you excited for, I was about to say you're more excited for Vincent or Sid, but that's obvious. What I should say are, are you also excited for Sid? Yeah. Okay. He looks way younger. But he's no Vincent. Well, yeah, Vincent is like a billion years old and he's Vincent. I think something is wrong with me. Why? That's just, that's it. That's the statement. Are you just attracted to 57-year-old vampires? (laughs) I think something, (laughs) something about, I guess it's not that weird. Vampires has been a thing for a long time, right? Just noticing an alarming trend, uh. In the past couple of months. Did you know that Vincent was born on October 13th, 1950? So that Vincent would be older than 57 now. Well, that's fine. Well, he'd be 73. 70. Well, that's fine. Yeah, okay. 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 I'm just excited. I feel like you should talk about this game a little bit because I just took the wheel and ran in a circle. No, you're fine. I I I share your sentiment. I'm excited for this game. I'm excited to actually just like play a big full experience. Um, not saying that the remake, the first one, wasn't a big full experience, but but 
having it all together now feels a little bit more like, okay, now I can really get into this. Yeah. Um, to me, I think Seven is just such an iconic part of the Final Fantasy canon. It's like, it's impossible to be like, it's not going to be good. I know it's going to be good because yeah. the first one was good. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that uh, fills me with a lot of excitement is knowing that something is going to be a quality product. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, what comes after February? Um, I bet you can't guess. I bet you can't guess. David Harbour. David Harbour? David He's... Harbour comes yeah. after February? <laughs> well, he Is does... he in this game that we're going to talk about? He's the main character. Oh, I see. Okay. March. <laughs> uh, March comes after February. <laughs> Sorry. I am stupid. Uh, there's a bunch of games coming out in March. For some reason, they're all coming out on like the same two days. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, we've got Alone in the Dark coming up first on March 20th. Um, originally slated for January, and then it yeah. got delayed. This game keeps getting delayed, so. Kind of unfortunate, but yes, you you might find that David Harbour is indeed in this game. Uh, he's the main character. This is a reimagined cla- uh, uh, retake on Alone in the Dark. It's a survival horror, and it uh, yeah comes out March 20th for PlayStation 5. Xbox Series S, X, and X, and PC. Um, I'm not. I'm not that confident in this game, but I want. It looks kind of, kind of, kind of. Well, it kind of looks uh, kind of um, not good. I, it's disappointing. Like this is the idea of bringing back this like classic series is really cool, but I li- I think it's cool that it's been reimagined. Like the originals weren't in this setting or time period, and I think that's kind of cool. Uh, but other than that, it's I also just... funny because it's not even the first reimagining. Like they got reimagined on the PlayStation Three as well. Yeah, I just am not really sure. I'm just not sure that it's gonna work. Um, I want this game to be good because, like, David Harbor. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I I like David Harbor. I think he's a good actor, and I think he's a g- generally pretty good guy. Um. And I want, like, a really good horror game. You know what I mean? Like, I just want, like, a really good horror game. What was the last really good horror game? Like, not Resident Evil, because that's more like okay. action. Um, I mean, a lot of it's people like... It's hard to say. Uh, some people like the new Amnesia, but that was divisive in some ways. Yeah. That and was that, more of, like, I a mean, resource management game. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, okay, you've got... What's a really big viral horror game right now is... um. Lethal Company. That's like, it's a multiplayer game. You know what I mean? Like there are good horror games, but most of them are indies. Yeah, I so mean, I something... really, I do really want to play Lethal Company with you, but I don't have a PC, so. Yeah, you got to get a Steam Deck. Yeah, and then we'll play uh, Lethal Company together. And then we'll play Lethal Company together. So that's Alone in the Dark. So I mean, I don't think it's gonna be that horror game, but I feel like Village was. Got spooky. Was, yeah. Especially the part in the puppeteer's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that was really scary. That was P- that was like PT. Anyway, yeah. but so thankfully that's... the rest of March is full of horror games, right? Sure, if that's what you think. Uh, two days later, on March twenty second, we've got the uh, long-awaited sequel, Dragon's Dogma Two. 
Uh, this is a direct sequel to Dragon's Dogma, the first. Um, it's coming out on PlayStation 5. Just PlayStation 5? And Series X. And Series X. Oh, this X. trailer is just the PlayStation trailer, so they don't say Xbox. I was going to say, I have been looking them up, but then I forgot with this one. Yeah. So, uh, this is exciting. Uh, Dragon's Dogma came out a long time ago. I played it. It's a hard game, but it's a fun game. It's very rewarding. I think it has a really interesting uh, gimmick with the pawns. Um, so I'm really excited for Dragon's Dogma 2. I think it'll be a very fun experience if it's half as good as the first one was, which I think it will be. I was going to say, it looks. Ext- I think this the latest trailer we got in November was very, very promising. Um, I have, and especially with as much stake as Capcom seems to be putting into it, like there's talking about this game being a huge release for them. Mm-hmm. I think this game could be a huge hit. It could be a really big deal. And I'm excited for it. I just wish it came out on a day that isn't March 22nd. Not to be petty about it, but like for my selfish reasons, I wish it wasn't March 22nd. Yeah, 22nd is a little bit rough because you know what else is coming out on March 22nd? Princess Peach Showtime. That's right. Our our first Princess Peach title in a very long time uh, coming out March 22nd, 2024 for the Nintendo Switch. Um Let's get silly with it. We're going, we're going to the theater. We're going to the theater with Princess Peach. I think this is good because I love Princess Peach. I think she deserves more time in the spotlight. Her and Luigi. I think we need a new Luigi game. Um, but we needed a new Princess Peach game before we needed a new Luigi game. So I'm Yeah, glad. Luigi got one in 2019. Peach hasn't had one since, what, 2006? I'll find yeah, that it out. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Um, so I'm excited. I think I I uh Yeah, I'm excited. It's it, it, little titles like these are fun because it's very much like it's just something silly and fun and you can play it and be done with it and not have to you know worry. Worry. That is it looks be bad. I think it looks really I think it looks really f- You just got the word. It's fun and it's cute. Mm-hmm. And it has a really cool... I like the transforming gimmick because you can put on costumes and then you can do new abilities. I think that's just a good idea. Yeah. And she ate she ate that, so... Yeah. Yes, that, uh, that trendy <laughs> thing that I know what that means. <laughs> she looks cute in her costumes. That's what it gets me excited. And I think the animation's yeah. really nice. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said she ate that. Yeah. But I, yes, I know what that means. Okay. Because you kind of acted like you didn't know what it meant. Yeah, because I, I know what that means, though. Okay, so you do know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Do you know there's a third game coming out on March 22nd, 2024? I really wish it was the game that I wasn't interested in so that we didn't have three in the same day that I want to play. Well, I'm so sorry to say that it is a game that you're interested in. It's Rise of the Ronin, <laughs> um, which is coming out for PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. PS5. <laughs> Why did I say PlayStation? PS5. Uh, very exciting. Uh, there's a Ronin. He's got a gun. And he rises. And he rises. And we just talked about this like maybe two weeks ago because it was at the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I am also interested in this game. Will I play it right away? Probably not. But I do think I want to play it eventually. It does look a little bit like Assassin's Creed to me in a good way. Yeah, it looks like it's like a Ghost of Tsushima, Assassin's Creed. Like it's taking all the best elements from those games, apparently. But also like I, uh, an archer shoots a flaming arrow at you and you can deflect it with your sword and then your sword's on fire. Like... Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
it looks really sick. I've watched this trailer like four or five times, and every time I watch it, I'm like, something new sticks out to me that I'm like, oh my god, that looks cool. Yeah. This game, I think, could be really special. I think this yeah. could be Team Ninja's way of breaking like into a more intri- a different market than they have in the past, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, fingers crossed. April is after March. <laughs> Why are you so laughing true. at me? It's just like sometimes on a podcast, you just say words to fill the emptiness. And you literally just said April is after March. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to fill emptiness. I'm just moving along now. Uh, Iodin Chronicle 100 Heroes, which is the Suikoden spiritual successor, if you will, is finally coming out after years. I feel like we found out about this game in like 2021 and it said 2024. And we were like, oh, excuse me. Like, this was right when we started the show. And it's finally coming out in April. On April 23rd, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, as well as a lot of other platforms. Um, I'm really excited for it. I think it's a really cool style. I think the visuals are incredibly cool. And I hope it lives up to its, uh, to the hype that it's building, because it looks like it could be a really special game. Yeah, it does. It's got a very nice style. I, uh, I would like to play it. Um, do you want to play and or braid your hair mm. i can't braid my hair anymore it's too short what if i cut it uh, what if i if you cut it it would be shorter what if i rewound time break. before your haircut there you go then you could braid it braid anniversary edition <laughs> is coming out april 30th the classic puzzle game that is based upon rewinding time is getting a soft remake. I mean, it's a remake. It's just a it's a remaster, I should say. It looks like it's going to be all the same stuff, but they're going to add nicer visuals, uh, new music, uh, commentary tracks, a bunch of cool stuff like that. Um, I never played Braid. I've wanted to for quite a while. I just haven't gotten around to it. And you know what? I'm just waiting. I'm going to pick this game up on April 30th when it comes out. I'm excited to play it. I never. Did you ever play Braid? Nope. Oh. No, I did not. Well, I remember it being like the first like indie game that and um World of Goo. Not World of Goo. What was the oh. uh Super Meat Boy? No. Oh yeah, yeah, Super Meat Boy. Or um Fez. N- no, uh you're the little guy and you're running through like a um <laughs> inside, is that what it's called? Oh, Limbo. Limbo. Yeah, a lot of those like groundbreaking Indie yeah, games. like indie games, like the indie games that you remember. Yeah, I feel like World of Goo, World of Goo, uh, Braid, Super Meat Boy, Limbo. Like there were a lot of just groundbreaking indie games before people really knew that indie games could like exist. Yeah, for sure. Um, after April is May. So true. After so true. May is June. After June is July. Yes, I'm always saying this. Yeah, regularly. May, June, and July don't have any game releases right now. Um, so we have nothing to talk about, which is okay. But August comes after July. <laughs> I think this, you don't have to say that. Yeah, I, this is also the last game we have with a release date, so that bit is done. Uh, Wukong, Black Myth. Uh, I should say that the other way, right? Black Myth, Black Wukong. Myth, Wukong. Yeah, I'm a criminal. It's finally coming out August 20th. We talked about it a good bit two weeks ago when it was re-revealed at the Game Awards with this re- beautiful trailer. 
But I'm really excited to play this game. I think it looks really stunning, and I do hope it hits its August 20th window. Well, not window, release date. Um, I want to fight a big bear with fire hands. Yeah, I feel like this game has been highly anticipated for years now, so I am looking forward to the day that it hopefully comes out. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm I'm nervous. I mean, I always make the joke about like this game's not real, but I'm I am nervous that this game will not come out. Yeah, let's just keep our fingers and monkey tails crossed. How do you cross a monkey tail? Wouldn't you like to know? I would. That's why I asked. Don't worry about it. Do you have a monkey tail? No, but this game was revealed on none of your business. February eighth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So that's it's been a while. Yeah. Anyway, we still got a chunk of games to talk about, but that's the last game with a release date. It so sure is. Should we uh close out twenty twenty three, Kelly? Yeah, I think, you know, we had a nice little trip uh into the future for twenty twenty four. I think we'll get into it a little bit more next week as we talk about some more games that just simply do not have release dates yet. Well, what the heck, Kelly? What? You didn't give me your New Year's game resolution. My New Year's game resolution is to play Lethal Company with you (gasps) on PC. Oh, so your New Year's resolution is for me to get a PC? Or a Steam Deck. Or maybe Lethal Company will come out for a different platform. Okay. That's what I was hoping you were saying. But you're going to buy it. You're going to buy a PC. But it's hard for me to make a resolution that's more of a wish, really. Yeah. A resolution is something that, like, needs to get done. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's your gaming resolution, Andrew? Uh, Maintain my video game playing pace. At this point, it's December 17th. I played, I finished 51 games in 2023. Um, I finished 51 games in 2022. So my goal is to maintain 51 games or more as a pace. I think you'll play 55 next year. That's, wow, that's a big leap. Yeah. Anything is possible with Game Pass. Well, did this just become a commercial? <laughs> Anything is possible. Available on Game Pass. Game one Any, on Game Pass. Anything is possible when you listen to Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. That it is, is factual. So I just want to take this time at the end of the year to say thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to Andrew for being the ship, the captain. And I thought the, it was a train. I'm changing the analogy. Okay. The ship, Sorry. the captain, and the ocean currents that <laughs> carry this boat. That is our podcast. Um, <laughs> did you like that? Did you like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, just thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate it. This is just something that we do for fun. Just a silly thing that us two pals do um, every week. So it's really nice to know that uh, people like spending their time with us, whether you're driving on your way to work or you're driving home or you're stuck on the 405 like some of us out in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> a little shout out to friend of the show, Nicholas. Um, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I love doing this. I'm really excited to do it in 2024. 
I hope you have a really awesome new year. I hope you had a great 2023 and I hope that your 2024 is even better. So thank you. Do you want to, before I say my sappies, do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. We're about to be entering our fourth calendar year. Because I was like, oh, well, well, we'll have our third anniversary in a few months, so three years. But I was like, no, 2021 is when we started. So we had 2021, 22, 23, and now we're entering 2024. That's, that's crazy. That's a that's, lot of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> And what are where this is episode one hundred sixteen. The fact that anybody has stuck with us and listened to one hundred and sixteen episodes, especially when those first like eight were brutal, where we both just sound like we're like scared to speak above a certain volume for some reason. Well, I think the first few was when you were you were recording under a blanket. Yes. Those were the good old days. <laughs> I was I, I was so hot because we started recording in May. Okay. May is a summer month. I was under a blanket with a little laptop and my gaming headset as a microphone. And it was so hot under there. I thought I was going to die every episode. It's crazy that this podcast started before you were even in your current home. I know. This it podcast is, started really before crazy. Cookie existed. No, she was born in 2020. Well, you didn't have her. That's true. So she didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I mean was in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just, before I got married, I got married. So much has changed. Not even like yeah. just this year alone, like n- not just for video games, but so much has changed for us. And I just, you know, some bad, some good. But ultimately, I feel like we're both on such a good path. And this podcast is part of it, you know? It's just nice. I'm sure I say the same thing like every year when I get sappy, but I'll just, I don't care. I'll say it again. Having this consistent bedrock at all times to fall back on just is such an exceptional part of of my week, of my life. Um, you know, obviously I've known Kelly for more years than I care to count at this point. Um <laughs> And, you know, she's she's been a constant, but there's just something about what we have created here. Like, this is not just in a sense, it is just two friends getting on microphones and you know, shooting the breeze. But we the fact that we have something that comes out of it and the fact that something it's something that anybody, literally any single person on the planet, that's not me and Kelly takes time of their day to listen to i cannot send my appreciation enough to those people to anybody who has who is listening now who listens every week who is new who's only listened once if anybody has listened to this show for more than five seconds i'm immensely appreciative you know yes we're just here doing our best creating something for all of you and I really can't say thank you enough. And I, I want to, and I reserve my final and biggest thank you for Kelly because every week she has to listen to me talk. <laughs> Nobody knows and, I'm gesturing right now. <laughs> I do. And that's what matters. Um, 
the fact that we're able to do this every week is, is really special. You know, I have, you know, I have friends in my life and I care about so many people, but the fact that you and I get on Google meet once a week and talk <laughs> about video games is like a constant that like that constant surpasses almost any constant I've had in my life. And again, this podcast could end tomorrow which is it's not going to don't worry but this podcast could end tomorrow but like we still have something to show for what we've done for these years we'll be coming up on three years soon our podcast will be walking i don't know when children start walking (laughs) they start walking a little bit before that but Uh, talking talking probably around two right okay what is our podcast doing then what does a three-year-old do um poop in a toilet they can like actually three i feel is when you can like really start to have conversations with with them but they still poop in their pants yeah okay so talking games is still pooping in its pants but i feel like i lost the thread of thanking kelly (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like this is falling apart at the seams i'm gonna i'm gonna close out thank you kelly thank you audience members um Anybody who has ever listened, we appreciate. I, I'm i going to stop because I can't put it into words, genuinely. And I, I look forward to talking to you, not just next week, but all of next year. Yes. <laughs> My sentiments, exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Have a happy new year. Bye.